Hi, listeners. It's Megan. Thanks for being here. I want to give a quick shout out to my sponsors, Columbus Craft Cocktail Tour. I know we talk about it every episode, but you guys don't understand. This is literally my favorite thing to do in Columbus, and it's a lifestyle for me. Matt and I do it every chance we get. And the best part about my episode this week is that one of my guests, Nate, has been on them with me because, you know, all the cool people are doing it. So, Nate, tell my listeners why they should be on this tour and why they shouldn't wait any longer. Well, you should definitely be on the tour so you are no longer a dilettante about Columbus Craft Cocktails. And if you want to um, satisfy your Epicurean needs, find your way down to Giuseppe's in Bexley. They were keeping Vucare's in the freezer. And I believe the cocktail that they hosted for the party that we were with was a High West Campfire um, specialty. So the bottom line is, if you want specialty cocktails and you want first class service and uh, you want to be treated uh, with top level service, this is the best way to do it. Hey, listeners, you heard it here first. I'm not going to be a blatherskite and go on and on. I'll leave it there with Nate. You said it the best. Check them out. It's ColumbusCraftCocktailTour.com or at Tour on Instagram and Facebook. I can't wait to see you there. Hi, I'm Megan. I know about four words and three of them are curses. Welcome to my new podcast, Boozy Blatherings. It's the perfect combination of drunk history and Merriam-Webster's word of the day. I'll be your host at this cocktail party where every week we'll have a new guest, we'll learn a new word, and we're going to have a lot of cocktails. So pour yourself a drink and get cozy because we're going to have fun. Welcome to Boozy Blatherings. It's episode eight, guys. I love recording the show and sharing these words with you guys on every episode. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to support our sponsors, the Columbus Craft Cocktail Tour. Thanks for listening. This episode has been a long time in the making. I have my family here tonight, Maria and Nate. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks Sorry. for being here. No, I'm so getting excited boozy. to have you guys. I know, getting boozy. What are you guys drinking tonight? I believe this is triple A out of a decanter. So for the less than booby, for bourbon enthusiasts, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. I'll have another. Uh, that is the Ancient it's Ancient just... Age, which is uh, pretty well respected, but difficult no, to find. No, you said it's Red Weller. Oh, it's red. Oh, yeah. you're drinking Weller, dog. Oh, never mind. It's Weller Antique. Honey, this is boozy blatherings. We don't give out the boozy blatherings. That's all of it. And oh listeners, God. we have an extra special guest here, often talked about but seldom heard. Matt's with us. Hey, everybody. Yay. Okay. Maria and Nate, our listeners know how I know Matt, but do you want to tell our fans how we know each other? Yes. I will start because I have had the pleasure of knowing Megan the longest because Yay! we're cousins. Family. Entire life. Entire life. life. I know she's and entire since life. I was born. Yep. Our dads are older. Our dads are brothers. So we have spent every holiday, every birthday, yes. all of the summers, everything together. So. Best life. Best life. Even to the point that Megan tried to stow away to come live with you guys. I know. we got to get into that funny. later. We'll get into that later. That's a classic. That's a good story. That is the classic Megan yeah. story. Well, the simple answer for me, obviously, is uh went to Nashville and got drunk, married Maria, and uh, you're kind of part of the package. So You're welcome. <laughs> later, we have a really good Nate story about Christmas and holidays, since this is our Christmas episode, so can't wait to break into that. But before we get into all of our fun stories and family friends, guys, do you know the word of the week? We do now. 
You do? Yes. Tell everyone. Epicurean. Epicurean. Okay. Epicurean. Do you know what that even means? Because that's a lot. That's a situation. I didn't know. Well, yeah, we had to look it up. We learned it. So I taught you a word? You taught us a word. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Podcast is working. Yes. Tell everyone. Tell my listeners in your words what that means. So being family, we uh, obviously have listened to all the Boozy Blathering episodes because it's Thanks fantastic. Thanks for being a fan. And, um, so you know that it's obviously the challenge of, of not, not knowing the word. So I was intrigued. to. She always talks about how the word is chosen for the guests that are coming on. <laughs> and so there were a couple different options provided that created some curiosity as to why some of them would have been chosen. This one, however, was very transparent <laughs> when she upon, it? upon finding the definition. So, definition. So I'll turn it over, Maria, if you want to go ahead and follow through on the definition. Yeah. Now and, I know. Now I, it is um, indulging in luxury and... All, yeah. the good stuff. all the good stuff. Yay. Living live, live life to the best. Exactly. Yeah. Through food. Yeah. Bougie. Bougie. Extra. Yeah. My favorite word. Bougie. All of those things. So, so, listeners, before we get into it, I'm going to have Hansberry play you the pronunciation of pronunciation of this word. Epicurean. And I'm going to spell it for you. E-P-I-C-U-R-E-A-N. It's an adjective, and the official definition online, um, and this year, this week we used Not Miriam, Cambridge. Oxford, we used no. Cambridge's definition. It was fond of or adapted to luxury or indulgence and having luxurious tastes and habits. So you know what I thought was interesting yeah. about this is that when, so I am not, I didn't do much uh, with Greek philosophy or anything growing up, but... When reading about it, the first definition is ap- actually, it's Epicurious. Is that the Greek yes. philosopher? And it's actually the pursuit of effectively simplicity and finding um, joy through the removal of fear, which I, I, tra- I, I took it as anxiety. So I thought it was very interesting that Epicurious was um, trying to find Not the joys Epicurean. and the simple things of life. So why do you think I would choose that for you or this for you then? If it's about the simple things. Yeah. <laughs> no, you think that it's interesting that that is Epicurious is, was the first reference, but the definition is luxury. Luxury. Right. So. so that was more curious. Do you Not have why any you picked ideas it. how this got to you? Or why I flagged it for you. I feel like we could plead the fifth. I <laughs> you guys, they look, they look embarrassed. They're blushing. Like the nicer things in life, there is not a crime. No, it's God, it's not. Yeah. I was basically Googling like synonyms for bougie, and that's why I fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> you bing bongs. I love it. So, guys, let's tell our listener all the fun stories and examples we have of Epicurean so that we can. Totally let this sink in with them and let them use this in their daily lives. Let the humble brag again. Uh, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Baby. This seems so arrogant. <laughs> Why? Really? Well, so I'll, I'll lead out just because I'm always going to be the first to talk. But yeah, so a good honey. example is uh, my partner in crime over here, Matt. Well, and Megan as well. I'm sure you've heard her talk about her bourbon. Uh, we've become so Epicurean. Am I using that properly? It is yes. an adjective. Yes. That we don't even try to buy bourbon on the Ohio liquor shelves anymore. When I travel, <laughs> I come back with boxes of out-of-state gems, uh, store picks, and others. Jim Canepa, are, close your ears. That are hard to find. Yeah. For, no, no, hold on. For As the resident, yeah, we, we do pay the, the proper sales tax, and it is for personal consumption. <laughs> so we're all, we're all, everything's on the up and up. 
So, but no, just uh, you know what I wrote? I yeah. literally wrote, Why did I pick this? Dot, dot, dot. I mean, right off the bat, your wine and bourbon collection, period. <laughs> That's what I wrote. You guys do have a lot of wine too, which is good. We do have a the lot family of family wine. We do it's have a, a lot story. of, yep, family wine. Megan, yep, Megan's dad leads the initiative and we enjoy. Yes, I think we have the most Epicurean black life. Marie, do you want to give some examples? Oh, well, I think I our next uh, Epicurean adventure is probably for Nate's 40th birthday, speaking of people who are old. Hansbury, edit that out. I'm 29. <laughs> he is not. Um, we are uh, off to Breckenridge for a week of uh, skiing and frivolity. That's so fun. I don't know if frivolity yeah. means, but I'm assuming drunk because it's us. Fun. Oh, frivolous fun. Frivolous. Excuse Extra. Me. Yeah, Extra. Everyone has a good synonym. Yes. No, oh my gosh. He can't listen to this. He won't like swearing. I was thinking, what is each of your most, oh, that is true, Epicurean tendency? Like what is your most guilty Epicurean thing? And for Maria, I wrote shoot. That's Probably, probably accurate. true. Nice. Probably nice. accurate. What would you say yours is? Because I know what I like to go to you for Epicurean advice on, but I don't think you would call you and your head would go there. So that's no. I actually, I kind of wanted you to go first on this one. So. Oh, what's yours? In, in any good negotiation, you know what I wrote go first, for you? I, want you to, I want you to lead out. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with your sock collection. I think you always have the bougiest, <laughs> baddest socks. You guys, listeners, I am sick, nasty, addicted to socks. Like I'd sleep in them, I'd shower in them if I could. It's creepy. Like I do everything in socks. I love them. If I go to someone's house and I'm wearing like a heel or a sandal and I don't have socks in my purse, I'll straight up be like, "Got any socks?" and wear someone's socks and give them back. But Nate always has the baddest, thickest, most best arch support socks. So to me, that is your my Epicurean look for you. Interesting. What would you say yours is? We're good socks. I remember the particular yes. evening we were yes. very intrigued. We watched the movie Rad. I want to reference. But you had Bombas again. before any of us had Bombas. I do not have. I had total packs. Didn't she? Didn't you get Maria them and I wore them once? I don't know. You got something, oh, but they were sick. They were good. Oh, the I knew what were, were they the talking socks? about? Maybe. Yeah, you guys came back from a trip and I was like, about "So, socks. got any socks?" And of course, she was like, "I got these two ones." <laughs> So actually, I was going to say if I had to choose, mine right? probably would have yeah. been more sporting equipment. Oh, true. So I was thinking, yeah, like, yeah adventure. The custom skis, the custom snowboard. Yeah. You know, the fifteen thousand paddle boards. Like yeah, listeners, Nate actually fancy. makes stand up paddle boards, and he's been doing it. I don't even decade, know how many years. Decade, yeah, retired now, great. so don't reach out. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have any. Um, <laughs> now, would you say your most Epicurean ten? I know what I think it is. I was gonna write one, but I want to ask you what you thought yours was. Mm. Like your splurge. I don't know. I to say that there's only one is sort of ridiculous, right? Oh, that's a true. That's true and sweet. What about I, the ambulance? I was gonna Ooh. say watches. Matt oh. has thick watch collection, oh. and they're not. Yeah. Not normal. I like the pocket square. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. that's a good point. And Every time we show him dinner, he's always got a good pocket square. Twenty twenty is a that. terrible that's year for a lot of things, but number one because there's just no that's use true. for having nice clothes. That's a really good call. I like that. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a good point. Yeah. I am always envious of your pocket square game. Yes, I love it. That's a really good call. Matt has guys in our closet custom made drawers that pull out, and they're filled of perfectly 
wrapped ties and pocket squares, which you know is why I love him because it's like the most organized color coordinated. It is like the moment I knew and his closet was finger spaced. We're not using last names, right? So they can't like go to when the audio website. Uh, when you wake up hungover, you have to have everything uh, color coordinated so that you don't love look like an idiot. When, yeah, when you don't look like an High idiot. High five, dog. I would say another funny thing I think about me and Marie's life together, our history, literally knowing each other since you were like born. And I was thinking back in the early thousands when we would like brunch hard, play hard, live hard with all of our girlfriends. And most of our girlfriends have been on the show now, Georgia, Katie, yep, everybody. Yep. And I used to go to brunch with everyone. We'd brunch every weekend. Like it was just a thing you'd show up to brunch. And I would get straight up a piece of chocolate cake or some sort of dessert, yeah. a side salad, and like two things of champagne, and just like here we go. And that was a very Epicurean thing for me. A, that was because clearly I was my metabolism was slowing by the second. And B, holy shit, I would just drink all the champagne at brunch. I didn't even care. So yes, we absolutely didn't care. How are we missing Christmas cookies? <gasps> Good Lord Almighty! We're I talking know. About in hers up guys katie in the previous episode is our ball roller and then me and maria craft the cookies you normally make the dough i know katie makes it dough. like the perfect buckeye the perfect whatever to bake and then i just like finish them or with the bow on it yeah <laughs> everyone's clear with the history of the, the history of all of no go ahead tell house. maria okay. share with our listeners thank you as um megan and i come from a big italian family so food is love more is better. That is basically the motto. And so and if you've ever been to an Italian wedding, you know there is an intense amount of cookies. It is like, yeah. do people even eat cake there? We don't even know. In but it's the cookies. In Ohio, instead of a present table, you have a full-blown cookie table. Yes, just like it's amazing. Cookie, yeah. um, and so that also translates to Christmas when, you know, when we were younger and all of the old aunts would just like bring you know, shirt boxes full of cookies to our grandma's house. And then all, I don't know when it happened that all of a sudden we were then the adults to make the cookies. I think it was like grandma's friends and them were like making less and less, but yes. she wanted the same but she quantity. Wanted the same one stuff. year, I think like one of our cousins was like, let's organize it and all bring cookies oh to share the same quantity. So yes. then of course, Marie and I like whenever the got time. a recipe that my mom had wrote, this is quadrupled. And Marie and I, so we'll double it. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Every recipe we're like, okay, so we'll double it. And then we'll make three of them. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely, psychotic. the math uh -huh. adds up to 600 cookies. Like, it's the it only is. time okay. in my life that we've gone to Costco or Sam's Club together and used all of that plot. Like, we'll send Nate oh, yes. to Giant Eagle for even more we peanut ran butter out. for more buckets. We ran yeah. out. Um, in, the more but I think about this word, fashion. the more it is like, it should just be your last name. Oh, okay. yeah. Marie and Megan Epicurean. Yeah. You know, it's so but, funny that Nate led that into us because I literally wrote, Epicurean is when me and Maria make cookies on a full girl day, but the time that you brought Vuv, Maria straight up brought like, <laughs> Um, straight up real champagne and like me and all the girls we all took a PTO day it was like Aaron, Georgia, yes, me, everybody. Me, every guy's I've had on the show and we straight up got wasted and made cookies all day. But like Yeah, it went down cookies. it went downhill. It went downhill pretty fast, you know, once the drunkenness happened. But you know, I but mean at least taste degree and no one knew the difference. That is accurate. I do think there's a lot more like cookies that were dipped and sprinkled on in lieu of like homemade bake. You know, Georgia always mm -hmm. says me and you don't bake cookies. We make them because we make like a, bu a buckeye doesn't go in the oven and like an Oreo ball doesn't go in the oven, mm -hmm. which is fine. Shout out Georgia. I love you. Yeah, I did. Um, so speaking of cookies and how it just never stops, I did text my mom today and I was like, 
Are you making pizzelles? I'm just asking. Oh, yum. Just Is asking she? for a friend. Of course. Matt here, and he says waffle cookie. Did you know he calls it a waffle right, cookie? So check this out. She actually one <laughs> time gave me some pizzelles, and they were store-bought yeah. ones. And on the label, it said Italian waffle cookie. I was here for that. It yeah, does right. actually So the argument the that they are not Italian waffle cookies is sort he of... He should know the real ridiculous. name. Oh, this guy. Never going to miss an argument. Well, <laughs> I was just trying not to be Epicurean for a minute. Uh, yeah. We're Epicurean. Uh, Epicurean. And that is what it is. We need a special waffle press for it. Also, mm -hmm. talking about Vu Coco making of cookies leads me directly into George's family, which is the Cristal Day. Cristal Tailgate. Let's talk about that. That was the most Epicurean day and drunkest worst day of my life. Best well, worst day ever. I really will have to uh, reference. Not the worst day of your life. I we won't tell that we story. Won't, we won't tell those stories. But <laughs> you turn your couch on. <laughs> and it's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday night. I know. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's break down the crystal tailgate. I'm going to need to look at my story archives for <laughs> a full recount because it gets a little blurry. Listeners. My boyfriend tailgates hard. He has a full setup. It's his full fall lifestyle is tailgating. But our girlfriend's husband um, had a big party for his work. And they got we all got invited, all of us girls. And it was straight up open bar, but it was like Belvedere, Crystal, all top shelf. And so we probably went and a taco truck. Seven. Yeah, free taco truck. I don't even think I ate that. I think I literally had Crystal all day long. Until oh, I puked no, until I, ate, I, I ate quite a bit. At the taco this truck. This is hard. I didn't. That's how I was like dead. Yeah. No, I remember the taco truck. Oh for my sure. god. So that's epicure. I mean, who? Oh, yeah. Who's that was the first day I wore my fur out too. Being <laughs> 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 I literally oh, got it. Delete. Delete. <laughs> Don't delete. Oh <my> <laughs> I love it. Let's tell more funny stories to our listeners that maybe not so pretentious and elite. Do we have any just stories that's about being that's, that's bad and beauty? That's what this word is. I know. I like the word you said earlier. What was the word you said earlier? Like, that's the perfect frivolous. frivolous. That's and it's like, so boop, 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 boop. also, yeah, it's oh. like money shower. So it's also not exactly no, painting no. us in the best light. I know. I know. I'm like, oh. We, do we donate to charity. Just for the record. We do good as well. Yeah. And it's now, about so what's the. Uh... <laughs> So what are the simple things? I mean, the simple things, though, is like when you really think yeah. about it, when it comes down to it for us, but when it really boils down to Epicurean is that, yeah, we're not, you know, we're not at that level where we're taking private jets and doing things that are extra. But when we get together with family and friends, yeah, there's basically, you know, no expense withheld when it comes to enjoying ourselves and having a good time. Uh, for the purpose of entertainment and it's not life, like we're so. crazy people like we're just normal middle people but i do think yeah that's what i was thinking about too like the most epicurean thing to me of course is always food when we go out we always, love food but fun. i think it's my family like Tay was thinking about like the best bourbon bottle i've ever had and i was like who did i share it with blair and leanne of course you matt like i think it's like i'm the most epicurean when i think about my family and friends because i like i would give them my shirt yeah, literally have you, have, you have. have you just shared experiences yeah you know, I right? love like it. Mm -hmm. none of us are balling out and expensive no, luxury vehicles no. but when it comes to the entertainment aspect and the memories and the laughs and the you know the, the portrait mode pictures on our iphones right i love are, it and listen if you're being epicurean about your taco bell order which means you're getting the supreme instead of the normal <laughs> taco i don't judge you that is me too that's when i feel the most bougie it's like an extra 59 cents per taco 
Jessica sour cream, bitch. I know Maria's giving me the most judgy side eye. As she should. Anyone that knows Maria knows exactly the face I'm getting. But also, some of it, it's like a philosophy of life, though, too, right? It's like, all right, buy nice things. Mm -hmm. Typically, because they're nice, you take better care of them. They last yeah. longer. Like, And you get to enjoy the really nice thing. So, I'll say sometimes it's just fun to feel like you're being Epicurean, even if it's just your own thing. Like, I'll say this. My dad, listeners know I, my dad makes wine. It is a family treasure. Like, to me, it is the most treasure because you can never go back to that year, back to that time. Um, so, like, even tonight, Maria and Nate came tonight. They were very gracious to give up their night and come film the podcast. And we opened. Oh, my we God. <laughs> and I got out one of the best bottles we have. And I was like, let's just drink it. Let's just roll. Like, I feel like in that moment, that's an, to me, that is the most ever caring because yeah. I'll never get that bottle back. Right. I can never replace that bottle. So, I love just feeling those little tiny splurges, even with your time. Like, even when you're just like, you know, I'm just going to lay in bed this extra 10 minutes. I don't care if I get fired. <laughs> but also, we'd like to not be fired. So I'm going to start a podcast just to hedge my bet. <laughs> Backup plan. Support me on Hyperion. Yeah. Here we go. So, guys, we're at the time where we've told all of our fun stories. We are fully in this word. And I'm going to rapid fire synonyms at you. Matt can't participate because he knows these. I'm going to rapid fire synonyms at you. You can either rapid fire some back of ones you had, like Nate's example earlier, or you could just say agree or disagree. Or we could like dive into it. Like, uh, is that really a synonym for Epicurean or is that more just like a cousin to it? I love the word cousin, like Maria. Yay. Just like me, but not at all. Wait, is that the first synonym for? No, I wish. I wish. Ready? Self-indulgent. Wait, I have an epic. I have something that's. Say, say, say! I love it. Gibbet on your crock. Oh my God, the most 2020. Thing I'm dead inside. I'm Maria. Oh my God. You can see it. Oh my God, I love Gibbet. When you said family, made me think of Marion, who yes. is so 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 extra, and that she is so loves extra. Gibbets on her crack. Okay. Is extra your synonym? Because that's yeah. mine coming that's in good. hot. I love everything no. you're saying. Yep. Sorry. I was sorry to get No, that is perfect. That is literally what the show's I about. I assumed extra would be on the So list. when we see guys, that is like my dream is that people instead of being like, look at that extra bitch with all her gibbets, they'd be like, look at this Epicurean woman. With all these gibbets. <laughs> this is an Epicurean upgrades it, but there's no upgrade for gibbets. There is none. It's the hottest thing of 2020. And 2020 is. was a was a situation. Hey Matt, check out that Epicurean look at those gibbets. I feel like we both get smacked. <laughs> is she wearing a V-neck tee? Okay, edit that. Oh Luxurious. <laughs> Luxurious. Oh, she just bent over. I could see her gibbets. <laughs> okay. Um, another one I found was gluttonous. Yeah, That's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Connoisseur, like a connoisseur of something, like made of socks, you have shoes. I mean, to be fair, that's just more of you know, like being an aficionado, right? <gasps> Wait, are, we supposed, are no, we supposed perfect. to discuss this? Yes, or yes, am I, okay. perfect. Well, so well, aficionado means you're like an expert. expert. As, as with a connoisseur. Yeah. Neither, or you're willing to spend cash money on it. Neither of those suggest that you're but over the you top But if you would with, feel like you're an expert or a connoisseur, you would be more open to spending money on those things. I agree. Again, you're making like an assumption. You're making the assumption. I agree. But yes, a connoisseur could still be somebody who knows a lot, let's just say, without with a little more self-restraint. Yeah. So they could still get something that's really good without being Epicurean, where I, I kind of feel like 
I, I, guess, I guess I guess I don't know because I sorry. guess I'll either way because I know yeah. some bourbon connoisseurs that would spend too much money on a bottle that they shouldn't be spending it on, which is epic. We've also kind of gone down the path that we just assumed that it was extra instead of focusing. On Wait, I said gluttonous. I think it could be a bad thing too. Right, I think epicurean could be like right? not but if very we go, good. If we go back yeah. to the definition, the definition yeah. was actually um, taking like, fulfillment or seeking joy through food and drink. It actually didn't necessarily assume that it was completely extra. Yeah, right? I wrote foodie as one of my synonyms. Yeah. So, oh, I've been interesting, like food podcast. always. Right. <laughs> Catch me on my side podcast. Um, I also lavish. Is yeah. interesting. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to think of words where you can like flip this in instead of the other word. I also uh, wrote deluxe and then I was going to write like a Chick-fil-A. Like spicy uh, chicken sandwich deluxe. But a deluxe anything. When you're like saying something is a deluxe, it could be the Epicurean version. You mean like your, your extra Taco Bell? Yeah, bitch. That sour cream is expensive. Did we say indulgent? We didn't, but that's a great one. I wrote pop culture words, bougie or extra. And I think those, like, instead of saying bougie or extra, we should start saying Epicurean, because that is yeah. awesome. A 20 cent word that, that replaces bougie, I'm, I'm all here for it. You think it's only a 20 cent word? I think bougie is a 20 cent word, and my word's the 250 word. That'll buy you a whole tray lunch at my middle school. How okay, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, we are at the point in the show where we have fully talked about our word. We're excited. We're going to come back with. We're going to stop, get drinks. We're going to come back. We're going to get a surprise word, and then we're going to totally break it down for you. As always, I'm very nervous. My listeners are very drunk. We're ready. See you in a minute. We are back. We all have fresh cocktails. Rhea and I are on the wine. Nate, what did you pour? So actually, I'm going to give a shout out, if you don't mind, yeah. my earlier pour. Uh, so what my one of my favorite restaurants up in uh, Palo, Ohio, Prohibition, Elton Sargent and his team, Jackson behind the bar, did a store Yay. pick with Joseph Magnus that Matt and I participated in. It was oh, a fundraiser for the so Palo good. Police, and uh, so anyway, we that's what we started with this evening. So Columbus residents, find your way up to Palo, Ohio, get yourself uh, a nice pour of Prohibition, um, and they do a lot of fundraising for. Oh, Bottom line, a lot of philanthropy. Some of the best urban cores in town so, for sure. I really, agree. Really nice people. I know it's a tough time for everybody in that industry at the moment. Matt, what do you got? Uh, currently, right now, I have uh, a bottle that I received for my birthday from Nate, which Yay. is uh, the Redemption uh, High Rye Bourbon. And it is delicious. 10 year. Yeah. Barrel proof. It's a good one. I I'm, love it. I'm going to remain. It's so This is the best that you're going to see me. Okay, that's awesome. So we all have our new drinks. Guys, we've been handed our um, secret word, and I love it because every week it gets better and better. And this week, Matt's actually with us, so he can walk us through. Um, it's still the trifold. The top says secret word, Nate and Maria. So we're going to just open tiny flap one. Don't go past it. Okay. Oh, I thought it said one thing, but it doesn't. Um, so the first one is just the word, and we are all going to try and guess what it says. I thought it said delineate at first, but I can't spell uh, or read. Okay. So go ahead and guess it. <laughs> Dilettante? That's that's my best guess. Dilettante? Dilettante? Yeah. So. Like, is that like a young girl coming of age? A dilettante? Well, it makes, it doesn't say, it makes oh. me think of a debutante, right? Yeah. So like a dilettante? Uh, what would that be? When a young cat comes of age, is it me? Am no. I finally coming? No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, no. 
I'm going to spell it for our listeners before we turn it so everyone keep it on this page. So the word is D-I-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E. We're going to... Matt, do you want to tell us the pronunciation before we flip it to the meaning so we can guess again? I mean, you guys are all pretty close. I mean, and there's several pronunciations for it. But yeah, it's it's dilettante or dilettante. I, I, it's a French French origin, right? Okay. Yeah. So, yep. So, who wants to read the meanings? Nate, Maria, one Maria. of you pick one and one of you pick two. All right, let's see. A person who cultivates an area of interest, such as the arts, without real commitment or knowledge. <laughs> It's me. Oh. <laughs> a person having a superficial interest in an art or a branch of knowledge. <laughs> that dipshit at the bar who knows everything until someone who actually knows speaks Okay, up. so the reason you chose this word is because I travel for a living, and literally that guy sits next to me at the bar every time I travel, <laughs> pre-COVID. And Nate knows about everything. That's so. not true. That's not true, but I get to listen. Oh, shade, shade, shade on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, let's all stay friends. I think that's me because you know that I'm obsessed with true crime. Matt happens to be an attorney, and I tell him every day I'm going to become an attorney. And he's like, nope. And I'm like, Kim Kardashian oh, can do it. But I thought you were about to say you are going to become a murderer. Okay, so I mean, it's better. It's better. I'm glad that you're- TBD. That your art, that you're interested you know in is not murder. You know how became so true. famous if he studied art, and then he broke the rules the right way? So TBD on that. Well, you are killing this podcast. Oh, <laughs> I just got a bigger Christmas present. Thank you, Nate. No, That's why he's here with Maria to mm. to make the flow softer. Okay, guys, let's use this in some sentences. So Nate already said this is the guy he sits next to at the bar. I feel like Maria and I have a, a lot of girls that are like in this like fake into contouring and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know anyone are, who contours. Oh, I know people that think they do. I don't do. know what contouring is. Makeup. It's a makeup, but yeah, it like I, makes I mean, I vaguely pinch. understand, but I, I almost don't want to know. <laughs> Imagine you look at somebody and then you look at someone 45 minutes later. You know later what I appreciate? Um, listeners, I'm sorry, but I'll try to take a picture. The word superficial is in blue and everything else is in black. Like it was basically made like pointing someone out. Because Matt likes to say these are the seven dwarfs of women that he's like describing at the bar. Down. I literally didn't well, even see that. No, oh, I mean, and, and this particular word, Right. I mean, everybody tell. has in, in their group okay. of friends somebody who loves to to move on to the fat of the moment, but is never really going to invest the time or energy to actually know about it. Agreed. But during the time in which they're there, they're obviously going to profess to be the absolute expert of it. Okay, let's give good examples. My first one instinctively when you're like the fat of the moment, everyone during COVID, God bless, who wanted to bake um, banana bread. And they're like, I'm a baker, but they're like making one recipe. Which I did too. I or made pie or sourdough because it's like Absolutely. Oh, that was the big yes, one. Yeah, that yes. Starter, I think that's a great thing. Like when you're in the fad, but it's, you're not in the fad. Like you're not really. That's not your lifestyle choice. Yeah. I'm here for that. You know what I think I am? Wait, say this word for me again. What dilettante or dilettante? dilettante? I'm a dilett. I'm a wine dilettante. Like I like to pretend like I know shit. My dad knows it all, makes it all. And I'm just like drinking it heavily. That's a good story. That is so, actually a good. When thing. I was about 26 or 27. You know, I, I of course, right? You're yeah. on top of the world. You're entering genius, your professional. Genius, yeah. genius. <laughs> anyway, I, I was I was lucky to take uh, a customer to dinner, and they were very senior people that I respected. And all I wanted to do was show off, and I had the clearance to buy them a nice Christmas dinner. So I buy them a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> totally failed because <laughs> I clearly yeah. well well it turned out they didn't care about as, that much about wine, but. 
I was that dipshit at the bar who thought he knew everything about wine because my previous boss was a genius about wine, but I had actually not um, done enough homework to really know all the, the nuances. So anyway, that was a pretty entertaining. Well, and I feel about that way. Cause experience. like you were saying that we have quite an extensive wine collection, but it's like, it's amazing because the family makes it and your dad puts lots of his heart and soul into yeah. it and all the research and everything. But like when I go to a restaurant, I'm like, I have my like three things that I know that I like that are in a restaurant, yeah. but I don't know all of those other things. And someone, people are like, Maria, you ordered the wine. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. I feel that way. This is, there's no label on this wine, just so everybody knows. Like, this is literally. I, I, I love this order as a guy yeah. because, I mean, this is what, I mean, obviously no one can be an expert at everything, right? I mean, I just, you, you pick the things you love, you're going to invest the energy to, to become an expert. Now. I know. <laughs> no, but I, you know, but. Guys have no problem like lighting their friends up when you know that they're full of crap. Yeah. Well, this is this is the, <gasps> the magnum word for yeah, that, right? someone. I love that. Someone. Listen, I think Maria had hit on a really good thing in that as well. That like when people are like fronting of what they know, because Maria and I obviously people think we know about wine. I will say a funny story about when we were being wine dilettantes, fake and reels, like of course, everyone asked us to order once at a wine bar. Marie and I ordered a bottle and we were like, okay, of course, trying to know all the things. And then it came and tasted like garbage. And then they fought us because it was not a cheap bottle. They wouldn't, didn't want to turn. I was like, it's literally sour. And then I just come and say like, basically be a wine dilettante, pretend like I knew everything. Um, the so, reason for picking the word ironically though was 20, 2020 has afforded like the maximum level of this in life and all of the things, right? We're all living through everything that's going on, but obviously everyone is now a health expert. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, not me. Yeah. Honey, every everyone, every single time that there's I some sort of strife today. I don't in the know world, everyone is a lawyer. <laughs> um, I'm this a lawyer. year, yeah, this year, I'm you know, I, everyone is Flash a baker, murderer. everyone is uh on, you know, I guess a stay-at-home you know stay teacher. And listen, listeners, <laughs> I'm going to break things, it down right? for you because I, as many Americans, was laid off during quarantine and COVID. And I chose to take some of that time and not just sleep in, but also learn some things, but mostly sleep in and eat. But I wanted to be a dilettante in a lot of things. So I tried to, we tried to teach me stick shift. I baked my first two pies ever. I've never made a pie from scratch. We made, oh, I learned you how to take wallpaper off. Yeah, I learned how to garden and plant things. I learned how to do basil and rosemary. Take wallpaper off. I learned how to paint like an actual room and an actual ceiling. I learned how to paint trim, which is a whole YouTube thing. Yeah, but you're not going to go to Sherwin-Williams and stand there and like <laughs> wait for somebody to walk in and tell them what they should buy. But That's I have the a, you know what she does on her <laughs> Oh, you're right. I didn't yeah. see her for several hours on Saturday. And <laughs> I don't know she's going to have 14 at the Home Depot. Don't forget the fit jar at the end of the aisle. <laughs> First of all, I didn't cut my hair this short to not be called Karen when I'm in these places, giving them the business. First of all. <laughs> also, yeah. listeners, Megan's haircut is nothing like a Karen, so don't even let her question that. I just think that I at first want to judge this word and say like how dare you because I know a lot of people that come into our world of our professions of our personal life of wine of all the things and pretend like they know everything and it's annoying but at the same time I'm probably that girl guys I'm relating with both of you because I am learning a little bit about stick shift I'm like I can drive stick shift I know these secrets I know how to drive a clutch I don't I, I don't I just can't for the record did you realize that your name is like two letters off of Karen if you, if you replace the M and the G and I'm not scrambling. a Karen. 
No. I think I'm the opposite of a Karen. I like to give compliments and not. Well, you're Karen, but since yeah. you brought it up, that just kind of. I do feel bad for all of the Karens that are not Karen. Karen, I do because I had a very lovely woman from customer service helping me, and her name was Karen, and I like immediately wanted to like. Fringe, yeah. You know, be like, oh my gosh, this. But she was the nicest woman, and she helped me, yeah. and. I got my package before Christmas, I so know. I just. Our kids are the only. You didn't go full dilettante. You're a full dilettante. You're a full dilettante. I feel like a full She didn't say that she was the expert. She let the the person that was yeah. being polite run the show and and got what she got needed to get done. Well, I was going off the deep end and saying that your one experience with the Karen is superficial knowledge of all Karens. So. Oh, like I'm not going to judge Karen anymore. Because... Boy, this is real. Every everything is terrible in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark times. Like wow. Dark, dark. How am I the the sunshine of the conversation? Yeah. 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 That's not a thing. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> if any, okay, let's go around the circle, starting with Aria. Uh, if you're going to be a dilettante in one thing, you're a dilettante of blank. What would it be that you just want to fake all the confidence and have all your life? You can make it up, or you could tell a real experience. Your dream for 2021, because this is the Christmas episode. Oh my gosh. What's your dream? Of being the expert in or pretending yeah. that I'm the expert in? Oh, pretending, honey. Look at me. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I'll go. I was like. I got one teed up. Okay, we'll start with Nate and we'll come back around to Rhea last. I think about it. Okay. Um, yeah, so obviously 2020, right? It's it's kind of a, a transformative year. People have to think about if their careers will be there at the end of the year. Um, one that I thought was interesting is I like charcuterie. We all love charcuterie, right? Uh, I am the so del I've always, I've always thought in the back of my mind how great it would be to actually learn the art of sausage making. But damn, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so. Do you know who your family is? Edit that out. Do you know what she's saying? <laughs> you know that my parents literally make sausage from scratch, and Uncle Jim makes real like prosciutto and stuff from like real like from. A... I mean, it's so not you're going home for you're going home for a week. Making real prosciutto like from scratch. They they cure the ham of a yes. pig. I'm just saying, like. Don't yeah, make it. Sausage is a little. Yeah, you know it's curing, but they know how. Sure. Um, yeah. listeners, Wait, they, there were like stories you, about your family like getting sausage, not liking it, cutting open the casing, and then remaking redoing it, it and yeah. redoing it with because you know what it is. I can't tell. What that would make you the perfect. Never mind. That would make you the perfect dilettante. I wouldn't actually have to know anything. I love I'd be, it. had a superficial knowledge of some of, of yeah. an act or uh, yeah. expertise that somebody else has, and. I, I know it's not on the definition, but I would effectively pass it off as my own. Okay, I know. Absolutely, okay. I'm obsessed. I love it. Okay, I'll go back. I'll go back because okay. I feel like um, because Nate and our son love to ski. I think I'm going to say skiing because people are always asking me about skiing, and I'm going to talk like I know what's happening. Yes. Uh, Georgia, who was on a previous podcast, was texting me yesterday because we have just we just came back from skiing, and she was like, "Tell me all about." Blah blah blah. Where yeah. we were and all these things, and I was telling her all sorts of stuff, and I was like, honestly, Georgia, you should probably text Nate because I yeah, I was at the spa. I was like, the spa connected to the hotel, so let me just be clear about where I was. There's Speaking an epicurean. My epicurean, my yeah, my epicurean weekend was at the spa. Nate's dilettante weekend was training people in skiing. <laughs> yes, yes, but I would, but the people think that I know what's up because I have spent that much time. I love it. At a, at Maria, a that's a really good one. Okay. Sutherland? I, I mean, I have a whole bunch of them, I guess. Whatever. It's fine. I, I, I like a lot of things. Yeah. And once I get into them, it's like you got to know enough to know whether or not you want to learn more. And once it's uh, 
what's the name of that curve that's out there where like beginners know the most and then as you know more you actually is it Covey when you're like the learning curve of like no, you hate it you love it uh, you there's a name for the curve but that is sort of like everybody though right it's like you learn a little bit and you're like oh my god i know everything about this and then you like the more you learn you're like I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Me with bourbon a year ago. Now, yeah. Yeah. So I would say uh, this year for me is probably, um, I don't, man, I don't know. Come back to me in a second. I need, I need, okay. more, I, I was going to say, I, like your head is, I was waiting for the climax on this. Yeah. Thing. Well, yeah, it's me too. Very, really like, building up, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Ready? Or microwave popcorn making. <gasps> uh, I love popcorn. Uh, Wait, the Boy Scout popcorn was the most expensive, but most fucking is it really that Epicurean. Did you know I paid $50 for that tin and it was like half the size of the one from Big Lots, which was $5? I paid a lot of money for it. I didn't oh, know what I paid, paid for. We didn't know what we paid for. We bought like 50000 things. But right. we have had a continuous back and forth with some friends about popping popcorn and getting the least amount of popcorn. And I one, of, popcorn button. one of the girls got like three. How many did Sarah get? Like three, five? Less know. than five. But it was intense. Oh, kernels. Kernels, yeah. Unpopped yeah. kernels in the back. So... Experts. Then we were all talking about how long we put the popcorn in for. Do we use popcorn button? We had time. Yeah. We just listen. All the stuff. So, dilettante on popcorn making. Dilettante. Would it? Or are we even saying it wrong? I feel like there's going to be another episode. Oh, it's a dilettante. Dilettante. Yeah. Okay. That's a completely accessible way to say. I would love to be okay. dilettante and popcorn because I'm obsessed. But I do think the Boy Scouts have something weird because there's not even a kernel on the actual popcorn. Yeah, that's all fake. It's like something. No, I love it. Sure Whatever that oh, is, I want to buy it again. I know. I need to know. It's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. Listen, guys, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be dilettante in, and then I'm going to tell you what I want to quit my job and learn each one weekend so I can be a master in. Let me start with my mastering because this is a food podcast. The hot dog <laughs> shop back home, I want to quit my job and work there for one week so I can steal their secrets. Only for me, I'll never sell them. But I want a hot dog shack. Hot shop. dog shop. shop. You know, they've got like steamed buns, a special cheese, a special sauce. But I don't even want to steal it. I just want it for me. I need to know how they steam the buns. One. Two. I need to go to Ruth's Chris for two weeks and learn about the steak situation, lobster, because you know it's the best dinner of our lives. Very good. It was delicious. I Epicurean. <laughs> so just for the record, I, I, went back, I went back and reread the Epicurean because we did go a little too far, to, in my opinion, a little too far down the um, the path of extra. Yeah. And a little we straight a little ways away from foodie. Exactly. Yeah. Just the real. Sensational it's about delights. Drink. Yeah, yeah, focusing. So, but yes, uh, Matt recently had. A I birthday. want you to learn all about that because I don't want to do it, but, but I I'm want to do be near someone who knows my dream. But yes, if you go to Roots Chris in Columbus, go see Dustin. He's hilarious. So I think what I do want to be dilettante in in dilettante. In, I'm going to be a dilettante in 2021 of two things. Number one stick shift. I need to learn a little bit more so I can fake front like I drive stick shift because right now I couldn't even start a car would stall out 18 times like mm. I did in Matt's beautiful new one. And then I also want to be that in homemade pasta. But not just like normal it, noodles. Yeah, like I'm it. trying to make it all like gnocchi, ravioli, all of the things, all of the attachments. So basically going into debt to buy um kitchen attachments. But that's the dream. I want to be like Blair. I hope at home you're so proud of me. I love it. So those are my things. Even if I just make one and put it on Instagram and then pretend I'm a pretend I'm an expert. Love that's it. what Instagram's all about. Yeah, girl. 
That's what this word's all about. Basically, I know one piece, but I don't know the other hundred, but I'm going to fake lie that I know the other hundred. So, Pardon. If we it. had to put this into one like Instagram account, edit this out if we're giving too many plugs. I keep saying No, I love names. it. Tell. I feel like it's influencers in the wild. Okay. <laughs> don't you love that Instagram? <laughs> Today there was girls on a beach trying to light, trying to plug in lights on the beach. You're on the beach, the best lighting of your life. They couldn't get the extension cord back to I love it. I'm obsessed. You guys, when I go to New York for my job, I take a million pictures and videos because everywhere in New York is people taking pictures of themselves. What are you doing? There was one girl that was holding up traffic, walking back and forth over and over. Like it was like a, a VHS stuck in 1995 in the recorder, front, back, front, back, front, back. <laughs> and I couldn't stop videoing it. And everyone was like, come on, we're losing you. And I was like, it's worth it. That's awesome. The content of her fucking up her own content was worth it for me. Oh my God. It's amazing. I mean, you don't move to the big city to not be an influencer. That's accurate. Oh my God. What an Epicurean bitch that she I thought she was so bougie, like walking down these mean streets, holding up traffic. So my, my 2020 answer, oh, though, oh, yeah. no, it's okay. I, about it. I will say this. <laughs> I, I, I do have one client that loves modern art. And the one thing that I have learned about modern art is that I now, because of him, know more about modern art than I have ever known. Nice. And yet, still, consistent with what I said before, I don't know a damn thing Aww. about modern art. Like, I, I, I would like to know more. But I'm completely also fine realizing that man, there's that there's lots of other cool stuff as I have my fifth drink of the night and uh, yeah, it, ain't nobody counting. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, fourth drink of the night. <laughs> and, uh, Our yeah. Epicurean bourbon selection. Yeah. So, oh, so modern art. If you don't mind, I'll circle back to one thing that I thought was funny after yeah. we said it. You know, obviously seeing dilettante, seeing the e at the end. You know, to me it was pretty obvious to Matt's point that it was French. However. One of the other funny things as I was looking at it is it looked like Dillet Ante, you know. So I was just kind of thinking of you know I was talking about like what are other thoughts that you have? Yeah, you know, just like what's a Dillet Ante, you know. So I was just kind of thinking that if you had somebody who was a dilettante about poker, they might throw in a Dillet Ante. I'm here for that. That's true. Or is that too far of a stretch? But no, I'm here for in that. In my mind, it was hilarious. Do you know, Matt? Do you I'm know gonna where put these it words come from? Let's put that in the stretch category. Where they came from? What etymology? I, I so I don't specifically know this one. Obviously, anti means before, but um. I don't know why I thought a dilettante was like a little southern belle coming of age and being a little bit of a flirt. Mm. No? I mean, what's that word then? No, it's not necessarily. Wait. But it's oh, but belle debutante. Debutante. No, debutante. Different word. But Definitely a totally different word. I don't, think I don't think it's necessarily associated with being loose as much as it's just being. Are you just trying to get wet? Extra. And is this we're just trying to get fed? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and back to food. Okay. This food portion podcast. of the program has been brought to you by Cardi B. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we'll have to pay for that. Edit that out. Edit what, that what, out. What? What, oh what my God. Stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead inside. I love wings and pizza. Listen, I love food. I wish I could be that of a chef. Like I want to be a dilettante chef. I yeah. want. I watch so many cooking shows, and that's like this is You're boring. I'm like I'm infatuated. Yeah. I'm obsessed with being the bat. It's just you know what I suck at. I think I actually have a really good palate. Like you can put me in a room and blindfold me, and I could tell you like this is clove, this is this, this is vanilla. Uh -huh. I can't chop or like how people have like the little technique. I have uh -huh. no technique. Uh -huh. All. Like hereditary, it's just that's all, all my learned blood. though. That's right. not, no, yeah. no, nobody's born like no baby pops out and like, oh man, give me a give Maybe me a fillet knife and I'm gonna go to town on the. Maybe you need to be more murderous. I need more knife skill. 
Yeah, yeah, Hashtag nice Ted Bundy. Yeah, need more nice skills. Okay. I'm upset. Okay. So I have a question I have on the word dilettante. Yeah. Is it because it's defined as having a superficial interest? Is it also is it also viewed potentially as negative or just more? So so to your point yeah. about yeah, it's like early in the curve because I mean, basically just, well because one thought that I have is to Matt's point. When I first started getting like enjoying bourbon, I was being educated by some knowledgeable people. However, I was that guy that was overconfident yeah. about what I knew, and then was clearly put in my place by those that knew a little bit more, not negatively, but I learned my lesson, right? Yeah. And then I kind of backpedaled, and now I still don't know a yeah. lot, but I know enough, you know, that I'm happy to share with those that are willing to learn a little bit. So my question on the word dilettante is. Is it negative or is it positive? Yeah, or or is it just a, a state of the process? You know, like a, a, a phase of the process. But didn't Matt say that about the learning curve? I think that's a great thing where you're like, want to know, want to know. You're learning, but you're frustrated because you're not learning yet. Then it's like, you know, the most you think ever, and then you're like, fuck, like because right, like, so, like this would suggest yeah. to me that it's someone who actually thinks they know more. And Aaron, never, you're coming on the next episode. Check yourself, like, girl. Like never dove in deeper because they literally thought they were so deep yeah, into yeah. it. Which that okay, that's fine. We all will do. But so that's my my curiosity. Yeah, the, the re, I mean, so the reason why I pick the words are either a that they're funny, complimentary to your friends, or b that they're terrible things you can say about other people on the other side of the bar. Um, and this one is probably in the latter category, right? That that typically I would use this word in a derogatory way. Oh. However, it you typically you use this word typically. I would. When we use it on a call, yeah, right. Somebody comes on, and and usually it's it's somebody who's relatively new to our profession. So this is part of your personal lexicon. I've, I've never used, heard I've used say the it. word, but uh, but also but, Matt and I's love language listeners is that I. It's almost like dating a foreigner. Like I don't actually know what he's saying a lot of the time. But I just <laughs> nod because he's so handsome. That's, wow. a spe that's special. Uh, yeah. That was really nice. Hey, but, but, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, <laughs> wow. it's a, it's a derogatory. I, I think that the easiest way to use it is in a derogatory way. Oh, um, I, yeah. So, that is a compliment to me that I learned so many things on a surface level. Oh, and by the way, for everybody out there, just so I'm not sounding like an idiot, the thing I was referring to earlier with the curve is called the Dunning Kruger effect. Go check it out. It's actually pretty funny, and it kind of directly relates to the word that we're talking about. What Megan was referencing is situational leadership. Yes, and I love it. I live by it still to this day. Aaron, again, coming on next week, prep yourself. I feel like this echoes, what was the, do you remember the word you had with Georgia? Yes. That one's sitting in my head. Benevolent? No, the, no benevolent was what you knew, but the surprise word. Was Blatherskite. Yes. You know, so I feel, chatty, like this, chatty, chatty. Yeah, so I feel like it was kind of, this is kind of a similar take mm -hmm. on that where, you know, we're trying to determine is it a positive or negative or just a factual uh, definition of someone in a particular phase of, but, but you decided that was me, more Nate, gossipy. If you can say every word that's been on every podcast, because I know you haven't listed that, but if you can find it on this thing, I'll give you $100 before you walk out of my door tonight. Wait, every word is on that one? If you no, no, these are my notes. If you can say every word that's on every podcast, oh, yeah, no. oh, you walk out of here tonight. I was so close. I was so, so no, actually, on the way over, I thought about that. That I had promised that I was going to work in every word from every podcast. I love and it. Unfortunately, the last couple of weeks have gotten away from me. So I'm actually Listen, listeners. I love myself. listeners more than I love me. So if you can do it or you want to challenge me, go to the Instagram, send me an email, drop me a message. We will have you on the show and we will work it in. That's Slide fantastic. into those DMs. That's great. Yeah. yeah Slide into those DMs. But on those baseball pants and get into third base. No, yeah, baby. Mm, that's not what anyone says. Lather skate us up. Don't be weird. Here we go.
not what I even said. Okay. So we're saying this is a negative thing. It is. Okay. I think it's all the things. <laughs> I think I'm this thing. I'm this about the law. Well, about no, but every, but yeah, about right. everybody is at some point, right? You I, really I, focus you know. on one thing, though. But so when you use it for like other people, you're, you're going position. to be doing it in the service of making fun of them. Got it. Dilettante. Yeah. Okay, so I was, I was obviously going to make fun of Matt for the next four hours about the Dunning-Kruger effect. But at the same point <laughs> in time, he just pulled it up and I'm looking at it on his phone. It's actually, it's pretty entertaining and accurate, so... So it's D-U-N-N-I-N-G and then Freddy Krueger, K-R-U-G-E-R, effect. And for those of you that still don't know the difference between effect and effect, it's effect. Good luck. <laughs> oh. uh, my mom knows I'm at home texting him. Mom, which one? I, text I don't know effect and effect. I don't know then and then. You know that. All of you know that. I text all of you all the time. That's the thing. Listeners, I don't judge you. Only Creepy Nate and Matt do. Boom. Okay, guys. Okay. Tell me. I'm going to go around the circle and don't be speak ahead of each other. Which word do you think you can use most before the end of the year? And which one do you think you can use most next year? Go. Maria. I probably in my life day to day will probably be able to use Epicurean more. Yay. But I can't wait to call you about something on Oh my god. January first, and it would be the most Epicurean thing I've done all year. Listeners, I'm that basic girl, um, literally from from the time I was ten. And I say, like, this is the best outfit I've worn all year. This is the best drink I've had all year. This is the best you've looked all year. Everything on January 1st, everyone. I text everyone. The best text you've sent me all year. The best you've looked all year. The best friends you've been all year. Everything. I literally ignore her until the second. That's I right. love it. I saved them up. I have a whole thing in my phone, a whole notes page in my phone. But I love that. Uh, I can't wait to send you every single meme in 2021 and tell you, like, what a dilettante. What a dilettante. <laughs> every single time. Da, 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 da. Love it. Yeah. Nate, though. Yeah, no. So, I, I mean, I have to agree. You know, Epicurean rolls off the tongue. However, uh, in some of the social networks in which I run, because I am one of those basic bros that still do a lot of things on Facebook, I will probably not – I'll probably, I'll probably not even reply to uh, – some of the people, however, it will be fodder for our conversation, yeah. which I definitely, and I'm sorry, but you know, we're all human. We, we do take a little bit of humor in pointing out the foibles of uh, Others. other individuals. And so therefore we'll refer, refer to them as dilettantes. So I love that. And I extra love, instead of texting my friend, you know, there's like a group chat and a side chat, even at work, there's like a work chat and then you like have your text messages. I can't wait to instead of being like, what an asshole being like, Delatant motherfucker. And then everyone have to Google it. I like when I use those words and people have to like go look and check me. Matt, what are you gonna do? So I would say that the word that I will use the most next year, I hope, is uh the first word Epicurean. And because people have been locked in their homes all this year, one of my favorite statistics that I've learned apparently is that finally everybody started saving again, which means next year is going to be like the blowout, like when they re Peeled prohibition or when the Great Depression ended and everyone was just like, oh, wow, just make Blow it rain. It yeah, yeah, just absolutely okay. everybody living their best life. I look yep. forward to that and I look forward to me doing Epicurean things and I look forward to looking across the way and be like, those people are living Epicurean life. Yes, correct. I can't wait to live your Epicurean life. 
like on your toe coattails. Yeah. Right. I'm here for that. Oh, can't wait. AKA bank account. Dad heard it here first. Woo. Oh, Hashtag, hashtag Epicurean life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we take it back. We take it now. Um, I agree with all of you. I love Epicurean. As my listeners know, I use bougie way too much, way crazy. And I can't wait to use Epicurean. In lieu of that, I hope my listeners call me out when I don't because I would love to be like, oh my God, what an Epicurean person or what an Epicurean dinner instead of bougie. So I'm super pumped about that. But I do think dilettante is me in all the ways and everyone we hate in all the ways. So I'm like balancing that basicness bitch inside well, you probably of my wouldn't call yourself hate. those hate. things. That's a strong word. We don't hate people, but. We do tease hate. people about Oh, you love hating on. Hating on. Oh, yeah, the millennial way. Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, actually yeah, hate. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Hate Generation, generational gap, guys. He's old. <laughs> Maria, Meg, and Matt, let's have a quick cheers. Thank you for giving up your night. Thank you for being here. Merry Thank Christmas. You, you guys. Yes. No one I'd rather be with. Happy holidays as well. Mostly because my birthday comes near thereafter, and that's a holiday. So yeah. celebrate my birthday. Listeners, we're so thankful for all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Please support our sponsors. And we can't wait to see you in the new year. Be safe, have fun, and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. And don't forget, follow our Instagram at Boozy Blatherings, where you can share your stories about using our words each week. If you're liking what you hear in each episode, don't forget to subscribe and always give us a five-star review. Boozy Blatherings is a Last Call Productions production. A very special thank you to my producer, Greg Hansberry. I'm your host, Megan. Don't be an asshole. Drink responsibly. This has been a Last Call Productions production.